what's good y'all welcome back j and j episode 100 bro shit's crazy the what big up? 100 bro nothing much i'm blessed to make 100 episodes we're here we're alive let's talk some basketball my guy yeah it's been a bit now you've been busy and shit but uh yeah, yeah the last time we talked um i think it was i think celtics and bucks were one one or two two mm-hmm. something like that and Man, has, has shit changed? I mean, we I don't know which series you want to kind of break down from last round first, but uh yeah, a lot of shit changed since the last time we talked. I mean mm-hmm. elephant in the room in fucking Dallas and Phoenix, but I don't know where you wanna go first. Uh I mean, yeah, we can start there, dude. I mean, no one I I'm I guarantee you didn't see this coming. I didn't see this coming. Oh, we we people, both had uh Phoenix Golden State, I remember. Yeah, people in Dallas even I mean, my guy Patty thought that Alice, like, was not going to – he thought he would make it competitive, but people in Dallas even thought they weren't going to win it. Yeah. It's nuts, man. It's nuts the way they did. I mean, if they even pulled off a game seven win, um, if they would have just eked it out, you know, that would have been more believable than fucking blowout in game seven. But <laughs> honestly, it was refreshing to see, dude. Dallas is, is always – every five to, to ten years, Dallas always has this magical run in the playoffs. And, um, I mean, like, a la Dirk in 2011 – um, and then Dirk in 2006, and now it's just it's Lucas' turn, I guess. So it's refreshing to see, man. The dude, the dude's a superstar in this league. He always has been. I believe in him. Uh, I never did. I think he was going to bring you a LeBron or Kobe-esque type performance where he can carry a team to the to the conference finals. So shout out to him. This team is no joke though. Without him too, I mean, Dinwiddie's pretty good, solid player. Don't understand why the Nets got rid of him um, in the trades and. Um, as well as uh, David Brunson, who's going to have a fucking contract of a lifetime coming up um, in free mm-hmm. agency. But, I mean, those three guys alone, really solid players, really good form of team. Um, and Jason Kitts has been preaching defense dude, the next. What you got to do to win chips. I mean, Vogel did it with Lakers. Um, and then the Bucks did it last year, too, kind of holding down opponents. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to the Mavs. They, they, they really shocked the world. Yeah, and, you know, what we said – when it happened, happened. We we thought um, Chris Paul was going to be at least formidable on the defensive side. And, you know, Jason Kidd said he, he pretty much showed his hand how he's going to play, you know, these playoffs. He's going to attack your weakest defender every, every possession out. And that was CP3. And, man, I mean, I, I have – it's been a while. I don't know about you, but the fact that CP3 just really shit the bed the last five games – I think it was or four. I mean that that was that was embarrassing. That was the probably one of the biggest choke jobs by a player since James Harden. <laughs> Funny enough, they were teammates. I don't know if it's starting to rub off on him, but uh, I I don't I don't know what what happened. I don't know if his, if he just started breaking down. I know all of a sudden, you know, you heard quad injuries. Uh, I I've seen some COVID stuff. I don't know, you know, how much to put into that, but. I don't know. It was just crazy that he just kind of, you know, broke down and really was he was unplayable those last couple of games. It was just that bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you took away from it because that was that was crazy to see, honestly. I mean, I mean but look, I, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Uh, CP three, like the way I, I'm a little shocked that he kind of broke down at the end of the <clears> series. But I know you're gonna touch on this right now. Devin Booker though, like he he gets praised to be the superstar of the Suns and. You know, he finally has a guy like CP3. But, like, the whole point of a duo is if one guy is having a bad night, 
the other guy picks him up. And that's yeah. what the Lakers do. AD does it with LeBron, vice versa. LeBron to AD. Um, KD did it with Kyrie. Kyrie did it to KD. Like, that's just how it is. I mean, the Splash Brothers are the Splash Brothers because they both work together and carry each other. And uh, Devin Booker, man, it was, it was his time to shine. It was his moment, really, to kind of get out of that shell of, yeah, he's good, but you know, and that's what Luca did. Luca, I mean, we all said it before this, like, yeah, Luca's a, a beast. He's a great player. Uh, but he doesn't he can't he can't k- take this team to the next round or he can't carry this team away as far as he has. Um and it was Book's time to do it and Luca just snatched it from him. So I blame a lot on Booker for, for this. Oh, well, I mean uh, yeah, that's I feel like Book every now and then will have those games where he just doesn't score a lot of points, but it it I, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I think me and me and Levi were talking about it when we saw game three. If if Book and CP3 don't go off, like that, there's no shot for the Suns. And you know, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how deep they were. All that depth just went away. I don't I don't know what happened to this team. Like they got their soul snatched from them. And I, I'm I'm gonna just say, yeah, and you're right. I mean, Book really that was his time to shine and you know he just didn't come up to the moment i don't know what it was but i, I i'm gonna I'm go out and say I, i've said this before and i'm gonna say it again this was their last chance like this is it i i don't see them i don't see because like you said and you said this in the beginning of the year and it didn't come to fruition until the last game the in contract is such an issue for this team and i don't think robert sarver is gonna pay him so now you have to think, mm-hmm. where are you going to trade them? Who are you going to get back? Like, this team is done. Their window was these two years, and, you know, the best shot was when they were up 2-0 against the Bucks, and they blew that too. So it's, you know, I, I don't know where they go from here, but I don't see Aiden coming back, um, to be honest. Even Monty Williams said it at the end. It was, in, it was internal, which that's not a good sign <laughs> if you're in the playoffs and there's an yeah. internal issues coming out. Like I, I, yeah, this, this I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think the Suns are done. This this uh, era of the Suns making the deep playoff runs, and I know it's only two years, but um, I think they're done. I think they have to, you know, kind of, kind of retool, not rebuild. Obviously, CP3 is not a rebuild guy, but um, I think they're gonna have to retool from here. This is crazy. This is this is one of the biggest choke jobs I've seen in a while. I wouldn't say it's that they're done completely. I I think they still have a shot. I think they they're still a top four in, uh, Western Conference team next season. Um, so I'm gonna just go out and let them say and go out on a limb and say they're not completely done. I, I'm not picking them as my favorites, but yeah. Um, if you had to ask me for the top four team in the West next year, I, I would include them in that ranking. Um, so even if they lose DeAndre into, I think. Uh, the Javel McGee is a, is a very you know respectable sentimentally. He's a champion. He knows how to win. And I, I think if you plug in him, if you plug him there over eight, you wouldn't see too much of a difference. I know Aiton has a skill set, far better skill set, and a younger uh, athleticism. But um, Javel can get the job done. And I've seen mm-hmm. it happen with the Lakers. I've seen him do it with the Warriors. So I, I think they wouldn't have too big of an issue letting Aiton go, which is why I believe they're letting him go. Um, but they just got to retool, like you said, uh, just kind of get get the pieces back together, get the band back and add a, another like piece here and there. Um, they like I, I've, somebody said it um, on one of these media broadcasts. Um, they just need a third go- score. I think it was yeah. JJ Redick. I, I, they just need like a, like an Eric Gordon, really a guy who can uh, get you points when needed because Chris Paul's not that guy anymore. He's the facilitator of the team. 
he's turned into Rondo, which Rondo, I mean, doesn't score much, but he'll get people involved and get you assists here and there and play, do the dirty work. So um, they need one. And I think if they go out and get it, like an Eric Gordon, they'll, they'll be back in, in, in the thick of things and contending for the West again. Yeah, I assume maybe Zach Levine. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of scenarios for them. That'd be that'd be nuts. Yeah, because you know I've I've seen Zach Levine linked to the Blazers. I don't know why the fuck he wants to go to the Blazers. He's not gonna do nothing over there. <laughs> He's got Dave. <laughs> well, yeah, but again, they're not gonna do nothing. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I I get what you mean. I I just feel like contending wise, I think they're done. I, I if you want to say top four, maybe they'll make a second round next year. Okay, but that that to me is not contention. I'm talking about. Conference finals next year, I don't see it. And CP3 is going to be 39 next year, I think. Yeah, I think this is over. I think it's a wrap. They're going to have to go into a new era pretty soon. And uh, Yeah, man, what, that was just crazy to see. They just really choked those last two. Those, Especially game six at home. They should have closed it out there, and they didn't show up. And then obviously uh, – or actually, my bad, that was in Dallas. But, um, you know, obviously game seven was a fucking – it was over before it even started, so – Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, moving forward to Dallas, I mean, like you said, Luca just really showing showing off what he can do. I, the the thing, I, I know you feel the same way. Luca. I feel like he hasn't really taken his conditioning, you know, all too serious. And that's why we're like, oh, you know, they'll beat the Jazz. But I just think that, you know, they don't have nobody to keep up with the Suns and He's like, all right, watch this. He did it himself, but I know Dinwiddie and Brunson helped out, but like those fu- the fucking game six and game seven that he had, I was like, wow. I mean, this fucking guy. I mean, can, can you is it like a bold statement to say he might be, you know, the face of the league in a few years? Like, I know it's gonna be him or Giannis, because I mean those those two. Uh, can you imagine? Do you remember a couple years ago, Giannis and Luca team ups? Can you imagine if they actually did that? Oh my god. That'd be disgusting. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Dallas really showing off the stuff. Luca really put his name on the map. Like, he already wasn't there, but he just stamped it even harder. And conference finals, they're down 1-0. But um, I, I think it'll be closer than the first game, obviously. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the previews in just a sec. But I, I think Luca is um, – is is already kind of one of the guys in face of the league, like you said. But I don't yeah. think he's ever going to be the guy. And mm. uh, the reason, and let me say you why. Let me tell you why. Because I think Dallas, as big of a market as you know, we kind of view it as. I think overall, Dallas is not a, a big sport market, sporting market. And it's crazy to say, I know, but like when you think of like the big teams, you think of New York's, New York's teams, LA's teams. Um, shit, you could even throw in Chicago Bulls in there for basketball, like. You don't really think much of the Dallas Mavericks as a big market team, and I, I think Luca doesn't mind it. I think Luca loves Dallas. I don't ever see him leaving it. Yeah, um, I could kind of see him taking the Dirk path, but I just don't. Unless he wins multiple championships, which he's very capable of doing with the Dallas Mavericks, I don't see him kind of being the NBA star boy where they they kind of put his face in, in every poster around the world and across the country because they already have Giannis for that and. Um, and they're going to have John. It looks like John Moran is probably next in line for this as well. Mm, I would say Luke over John. John can't stay healthy. I, mean, that's the... I, I agree, but, like, if you just kind of look at ESPN post, TNT Bleacher Report, like, I I feel like if there's a if there's a study out there, maybe you and I can do it one day 
Um, I feel like there's more John Moran posts than uh, Luca posts. Um, yeah, but that, that to me is like these social media dudes just go wherever the trends are. I mean, obviously that's mm-hmm. what that's their job and that's what they're supposed to do. But like if Luca was doing, if he was dropping thirty a night, like an MVP type year, let's say, there would be Luca clips just as much as there would be Jaw clips. But I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I just feel like Luca's already an international superstar coming from the Euro League. He already has that those fans over there. So obviously it's going to take the casuals over here a bit to catch up. They're obviously learning his name now, but I, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be him and Giannis, you know, fighting for that title for, for years to come. And, you know, just depending on like, like everybody, how they base it off of just MVPs and rings, just, you know, who's bigger, but we know those two are going to be running the league. Akeem, they just need to put a team around them. I understand they have a good team now, but they need to get like, more shooters in my opinion they can't let Brunson go I don't think you know they have to keep moving forward with the core they have and let's see if Mark Cuban's willing to put his money where his mouth is because it's just very it's very rare bro to see uh, a like yeah. a kind of a one one superstar <clears throat> team win a chip like last year Giannis kind of did it but mm-hmm. I mean, Middleton's a really good you know Holiday. Robin to Batman Holiday's well and like most times most times it's, it's it's duos or, or super teams yeah. that win chips and you know, Luca. I just don't foresee any big superstar coming to Dallas unless you kind of want to uh, maybe throw in Zach Levine this season. But um, if he comes, but I, I just I've never historically seen any big free agent come to Dallas often. Like yeah. you'll see it once in a while, but you very rarely do. Yeah, they'll have to pull a trade off. I don't think anybody's gonna sign exactly. But, uh... Yeah, which is crazy to say, bro. That's what I'm telling you. Like Dallas is a big market, but I feel like in the eyes of basketball, it's not. It's not a sexy city for basketball. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, Dallas and football, huge. It's like Denver, too. Denver and football, huge. Nuggets, not so much, you know? This is yep. the way it goes sometimes. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you want to just go to the East real quick? Or you want to keep it in the West and go Grizzlies, Warriors? Oh, yeah, we can go quick on Grizzlies, Warriors. I mean, this was a great series. This is the most exciting one that I, I enjoyed. I did not see game six, though, I will admit. Um, but game six, and Clay, I guess, came out and yeah. had 30. So, I mean, the dude, no doubt, just fucking place your bets on game six quite that happen every time. And mm. it's funny, man. He, he's been due for a big game, and they came out on this one. But um, I think the Warriors kind of played sloppy throughout the entire series. I think the Grizzlies kind of got to their heads a little bit. And their well, Grizzlies will be back, I think, next season. They, yeah. they will be getting better and better. Um, they have a window coming up. So I, I, I think they'll be good if they're healthy. It sucked. Jaw was out. I think they could have gone seven with Jaw there. But. The fact that they took it six without him in the last few games, that was pretty impressive. So, shout out to the Grizz. Warriors, I'm a little concerned, but since they end up playing the Mavs this conference finals, uh, I'm not going to be too worried, but we'll talk about it soon. Yeah, uh, game five was embarrassing. I don't know if you saw that game. Again, another mm-hmm. game that was over before it started, but that that just showed me, like like you said, the Grizzlies window's coming up. I kind of, you know, I, I hinted at it. Well, not hinted, but I, I told you, I've heard comparisons to the 2014 Warriors from the Grizzlies now. Maybe their window's coming up like them. Who knows? But, yeah, they just need to stay healthy. And I, I really think they're going to add another star this this offseason. I think they have pieces to move. Um, I mean, we've seen it in all sports. When you have too many guys, you have to take advantage of that and kind of, you know, put a package mm-hmm. together to – like maybe Aiton is the option for this team. Like they, we've been saying – they need to upgrade the Adams position. So, you know, that, that could be a thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, Grizzlies, all, all credit to them. All, shout all flowers and praise to them. They 
They did what they were. I I, I thought I was going to go seven. Obviously, with Jai Healthy, it went six because he was hurt. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Warriors, like you said, they kind of – I, I kind of feel like they were – they they were getting a little too cocky. And then game five, they were probably like, man, we're about to beat them. And then they got whooped. So then they're like, all right, let's just take care of business at home, get a little rest, and get ready for the Mavs. But, yeah, Warriors, I feel like the deeper the playoff run, the more concerned I get for these older guys. And that 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 might be, you know, uh, blasphemous to some, but uh, Clay is not the same defender he was. Obviously, all the injuries, I feel like, are going to catch up to him eventually. Uh, Draymond is Draymond. Curry to me, he has to be, he has to go off every game. I feel like for them to pull off the victory in these conference finals. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get, you know, pools there. I get they have young guys, but I just feel like the, uh, the only way they're going to win is if, you know, Curry leads them there. And Curry's been no. having oh. decent games. I, I, I just feel they need those 2018 to 2017 Curry games to, get to the finals stop it stop it no Bro, I mean, the, it, the it, mavericks are they start off so slow in these series and then they pick it up in the second half i, I, I feel get like, that go ahead if you're if you're talking if you're <clears> talking <throat> about the finals where like if the warriors play the heat or the celtics whoever mm-hmm. i would agree like i think they're gonna need that from curry but i think this conference finals like um, I saw game one, too. I, I, I know the Mavs had a bad night, I, I will admit, but I think the Warriors, they just have far better weapons than the Suns do. And I, I, I think Curry should go off, but I don't think they need to. Like you said, they have Jordan Poole, who's becoming a really great player in this league uh, in the past few series. Uh, you have Clay who can pop off anytime. Like we just mentioned, game six against the Grizzlies. You have um, Draymond, who, who is the, you know, he's, a, he's the grit and grind guy. You know, he, he can get down and dirty when he needed to. Um, they have Andrew Wiggins, who had a pretty good game. He had a hot start to the game. He had like 10 points in the first quarter. So they have plenty of pieces, really, to kind of attack the Mavs anytime they want. I, I can foresee a few of them having bad nights, but I don't see the entire team having bad nights. I know they played sloppy last series, but I think that was more the Grizzlies getting into the head. I just do not see the Mavericks kind of getting into their heads, you know, playing as as, as grit and grind as the Grizzlies have. I think if, if the Mavs are due to win a few games in this series, with with the help of a, of a Brunson and Dinwiddie and, and the rest of those guys, um, but I I truly think the Warriors have far <clears throat> better weapons to really attack this Mavericks team. I'm gonna go probably even five six games. I don't think they're going seven. Hmm. Well, I I just feel like Jason Kidd's gonna make the adjustments. They were in a seven game series. I mean, it, that that game one, I feel like the team that's coming out of that series always comes out flat. So. I don't, I, I'm not writing them off. I'm not saying this is going to be an easy series for the Warriors. I got to see it. Something something concerns me about this Warriors team. I just feel like, especially when they go back to Dallas, that crowd, Luca, you know how he feeds off that crowd. I feel like Dinwiddie and uh, Brunson are going to feed off of it as well. And I, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know if you want to just get into the preview now because I, I'm, I'm like on the fence right now, but I'm leaning towards Dallas eking out the series. Dude, you you can you can pick Dallas all you want. I get it. They had a very tough, impressive series against Phoenix, but I, I think it was a mixture. It was a perfect storm. The Mavs are really good. You know, they we underestimated them, but it was also the Suns. Just like you said, internal problems they weren't clicking. CP three was awful the past three games of that series. 
I don't think they're going to run into that perfect storm again with the Warriors. I think the Warriors are just far. They they play tougher competition throughout the entire playoffs, and I think they're ready for a moment. Like they're champions, bro. Like I mean, they're Clay, Steph, and Draymond. Like they know they know how to get there. They know the ways. Um, you know, they won a ring before, unlike CP3 and Devin Booker. So mm-hmm. I just think it's the end of the tunnel for the Mavs, and and they're gonna win a game or two. Trust me, they will. They're gonna they're gonna call come back to Dallas and and show them what what they have, but. The Warriors will be ready, bro. Trust me. I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not mad either way. You know, whoever wins, I don't have a dog in the fight. So I just want a good series. I feel like uh, a lot of people are writing off the maps because of game one. I'm, I'm just going to sit here and say not so fast. I, I, I think it's going to be a harder series as, as it goes along. And I feel like Dallas might shock the world, bro. I, I'm just – I'll make a pick at the end. Like I said, I've been, like, back and forth thinking about it but i know you got warriors in six or five but um we'll see i i have to i have to keep thinking about it as we talk about you know all these series but um i, I might pick dallas i really might i just i i'm just leaning that way i just feel like luca's gonna carry him he's the best player in the series so i just feel like it's gonna matter you know down the down the road but uh let's get to the east bro I mean, we don't have to. We we already talked about the Sixers. He, I mean, that was not a series. I know it, yeah. it was a it was a little interesting, you know, games three and four. But after that, it was just total annihilation. Um, but Bucks Celtics, man, I I try to compose myself. I'm not gonna get fucking. I'm not throwing a fucking parade for a round two victory. But the fact that they got past them and. You know, especially game six, I was thinking after game five, the way they blew it, and I texted you, I was like, man, let's fucking record right now. Obviously, we couldn't, but I was so pissed that they blew that game. And, you know, the way Tatum came out in game six, and then the Grant Williams game kind of looked like the Kelly Olenek game from, what was it, 2014, when they played the Wizards in in the game seven in round two, had 27, I mean, bro, like, you could tell Giannis was tired in that last game. It, you know, he was – it was it was him or nothing. I mean, nobody showed up. Drew hit a couple of shots. Bobby was hitting a couple of shots. But they were four from, I think, 29 from three. And they got blown out that last game. I just feel like that was more, you know, fatigue. They were gassed. But, man, I, I, I'm just shocked, honestly. I, I, I know I had the Celtics winning the series. But to actually see it happen, it's like, oh, my God. Like, I had to fucking – Take a step back because you know the Celtics from before would have blown that series. It would have been over in six. But the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, they they pulled it out. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, the, I told you, bro, the fucking defensive teams can and, – and I know Giannis was averaging like 40 the last four games. But I just feel like with the guys that they have defensively and offensively as well, I mean, they're, they're just super deep and – yeah, I was just I was I was hyped, but I was like, all right, let me calm down because this is in the fucking finals of the conference finals. <laughs> no, yeah, um, so they I'm pissed, bro. That the Bucks they had it, they had it in the yeah. grasp, but it was just too too much for Giannis at the end of the day. Like he, the fact game when they came back in five, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was I, over. I was, I was yeah, I was watching that game, and and when they came back, they, they kind of sucked the venom out of the Celtics and TD mm-hmm. Garden, or and I was just like, wow, like. The Bucks really pulled this off. Like they're gonna come home to Milwaukee. They're champions. They're gonna um, kind of, you know, 
not blow out the Celtics, but kind of handle them pretty easily. And then Tatum yeah. just went off, dude. And this is why Tatum, also very underrated. Nobody really talks about him in Boston, but he's also been coming to start in this league, which he already has been. But um, that's kind of a moment that got ahead of shell too. Obviously, he still needs to go further. But um, the fact that you go to Milwaukee, you know, the defending champion stadium, home court, and you go out there and get, well, I think it was 44, and you fucking take Boston back to game seven. Yeah. That is a legendary game, dude. That is a magic Michael Kobe type game where you go out in another person's home court and take the game and bring the series back to your home court. So that's impressive as it is. And then game seven, anything happened. Um, and like you said, I mean, Grant Williams, dude, I mean, he's never what? He, I've never seen a performance like this from Grant Williams. I know he's good mm. and solid player, but good Lord, this dude looked, it looked like Tatum rub off of him. Um, the way he had a great game in Game Seven, so the Celtics kind of remind me of the Warriors too. As I mentioned, I mean with the Warriors, like there's a lot of weapons in this team too. Offensively, you could have Tatum go off for 40, 50. You want just like Curry can with the Warriors or Clay. Um, Jalen Brown's no scrub. The dude can score as many points as two as possible. I mean, you know, we saw yesterday Marcus Smart, you know, can get you a solid offensive game, and then Grant Williams yeah. going off in this one. Like anybody in this team can go off and. It's it's scary to see. It really is. Um, this is why I'm kind of hoping for the Celtics Warriors finals because it's kind of two teams very similar in their schemes and shit. So, uh, but no, the Celtics they won with their defense. I mean, Yudoka. I don't know. Maybe that's when he praised when he started this this role this season. But um, I just don't know what what do you think was the difference? Like, I mean, we talked about him in the trade deadline. We we kind of lost hope of the Celtics by then because they oh, had yeah. a pretty average record. Like, what well, what happened, dude? What what do you, what have you seen? What what do you think really that, that happened? I mean, Tatum finally became a facilitator. You know, it wasn't ISO. It wasn't him and Jay. Because the, the Celtics years prior, it would just be him and Jalen, your turn, my turn, your turn, and no, get nobody involved. They would just jack up stupid threes or take fadeaway uh, mid-range shots and brick them. I, I just feel – and the team was soft. I just feel like Brad Stevens lost that locker room. And when Yudoka got there, and I – like, I didn't think it was going to work, but he was, like, calling him out every other week. He was like, man, these guys are soft. They need to play defense. And, you know, you know NBA nowadays, that that's not going to fly with some of these players. They're sensitive. They don't like being talked to. Yeah. Like that. But it worked. I mean, they bought into it. I don't know what the the flip really the, – the switch really flipped in January. They, they went – I think it was – they were 18 and 21. They went 33 and 10. I think the last the last couple of games. So it's I don't I don't know, bro. It, the defense that Yudoka was preaching really just came to fruition in the second half of the year. And guys just finally bought into their roles. I feel like, you know, we've been seeing it. Smart isn't the old market smart, like taking stupid shots, playing hero ball. You know, he's he's trying to get the, the offense, you know, he's trying to initiate offense. He's obviously a good defensive player. He always has been. And I just feel like now everybody's a facilitator. It's not your turn, my turn, your turn, my like they're not just taking turns, you know, trying to score. They're actually getting everybody involved. Everybody touches the ball. And yeah, that's that's the there. Yudoka just really, you know, toughened them up. They were soft the past two years. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Miami series in the bubble, I, I mean, they got their ego, their their soul. Everything was snatched from them because, like, get, the, that fucking – isn't it night and day from that 2020 team that, that was in the conference finals to now? Like, I just feel like the Udoka, everything, all the praise to him that 
you know, he finally got everybody to buy into their role. And I feel like that wasn't the case when Brad was in town. So, or when he was coaching, I know he's obviously the GM now, but um, yeah, I mean, he just toughened them up. That uh, It's just Udoka at the end of the day. Like he finally got Tatum to be an all around player and not just an offensive player. Cause his defense has really stepped up too. And uh, yeah, I, I, it's Udoka, bro. That's what really happened. Honestly, you know, that yeah, fucking, it's amazing that what a coach tree, can do. That fucking Popovich coaching tree, bro. It's amazing what a coach can do, bro. And this is why I'm, I don't like to bring it back to Lakers, but I think the Lakers just need a coaching a coach. Hey, teams yeah, I, I saw to. that report. Darvin Ham, he's, he's one of the favorites. So I'm hoping it's him, bro. I really do. I need the guy with the voice in this team. And um, I know Kenny Atkinson and uh, what was it, Terry Styles? Terry like, Styles. Like starts like they them two very respectable coaches in this league, but I, I think Ham would be the one who have, who will have the bigger voice in that locker room. But back to Celtics, man. I mean, you're right, Udoka. I didn't. I never took him a, a very serious head, like head coach when he joined. I thought it's just like Brad Stevens' boy. You know, he he wanted to get him somebody in there that he can respect a lot and listen to. And um, it turns out Udoka's been an, a great coach. I think maybe next year he could get coached to your candidate votes um, if this team keeps up the performance they have because it, it feels like this team is together and this team isn't leaving in the next couple of years. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. This seems scary. The defense is really what's going to get them far, as he did it yesterday. Um, but overall, I, I hate to say it, man, I do not want to see the fucking Celtics make the finals, but they, it might happen. Uh, <laughs> are you still picking the Heat? Well, do you want to get to the pre? I could get to the yeah, preview right go. now, man. Heat, so Heat Celtics. Um, I I wanted to pick the Heat. My only issues with the Heat are, well, first off, I don't think they face good competition so far in the playoffs. Like the Sixers no. were kind of falling apart. Um, and the then Hawks. in the first round, the, yeah, it's like in the first round, the Hawks really were just you know they were they were lucky to even make it. So, hmm. um, I think playing the Celtics. Um, Jimmy Butler is gonna. He's a dog, dude. He's gonna. He's gonna yeah. play hard. He's gonna challenge your toughness, like you mentioned with the Celtics. And I and it rattled them. I think it rattled them the first game. I think the Celtics. The, they came out pretty good to start the game. They they yeah. had a good lead halftime, um, and then the, the he kind of just you know battle tested them second half, and the mm-hmm. Celtics just got popped right in the mouth. But I think the problem with the Heat will be Kyle Lowry's injury. First off, I, I think since he's not, you know, 100% healthy, that's going to hurt the team. I saw P.G. Tucker limping as well yeah. in game one. So health is main concern for them. But number two, I don't think this team has that second scorer outside of Jimmy Butler um, that can help them really elevate this team. I know Tyler Hero can be it, but he comes off the bench. Kyle Lowry, um, you know, I still question if he can do it now too with his health. So, this team is going to play hard-nosed defense. They will They will get you – you know, they'll challenge your toughness, as mentioned, um, overall. But I, I just – I don't know. I think the Celtics just have far more weapons. And I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to probably pick Celtics in six, uh, really, this series. Welcome, Julian. Uh, I'm glad you're finally here. It's been – I've, I've been I've been hoping you would fucking hop on the train with me. It it took you a while. I know you. I know you don't want to do it, but I mean the the Celtics are just the better team. Um, they they really have to pull off a Suns performance to not win the series. I mean it's right there for them. This is the best shot they've had ever, ever. I mean i i had I had I've always had faith in them. And going into the 2018 series, I'm just talking about like you know the the times they've been to the conference finals. 
I'm hopeful. Okay, like I I hope they get there, but it's gonna be hard to beat LeBron. They took him seven games, but obviously LeBron beat him. The Heat, you know, once out of bio block Tatum in 2020, I was like, oh, this series might be over. It was 2-0. And they beat the Heat beat him in six, obviously the 2016 conference finals. The Cavs beat him in five games. But this is the best shot. They just have the the toughness. They have the defense. They have the coach. They have everything. And now that Tatum and Smart, I feel like Smart's role, just him buying into that role, I, I just really feel like, um, you know, and obviously he looked really good in game two. But, um, you know, I, I just feel like the way everybody's buying into the system now, that this is that it's just perfect for them to win. But like I said, they have to pull off a Suns performance to really not win this series and it can happen i'm not gonna sit here and say um the he have no shot i mean like you said jimmy butler he gets what he wants i mean he, the the flip that the, the switch that he flips bro he's just a dog like, like you said he has no help Stephen a smith said this after game two last night i mean he has no help if he did i mean the heat might might be two-time champions if you know, and they might have won that bubble. I mean, he they he took the Lakers to six games. He took them to six games, though. He gritted, gritted and grinded that those uh two victories that year. And um, you know, this year, if you if he just had that second guy, yeah, they would be champions in, in my mind, no doubt. But it's not there for them. This is the Celtics. I think they'll beat him in five. And um hey. They they need all the rest they can get. I feel like that Milwaukee series really kicked the shit out of them, and rightfully so. Giannis hit him with his best shot, and, you know, obviously he just gassed. But I just feel like the Celtics, they need the rest going into it because, I mean, like you said, if they play the Warriors, that that they're kind of equal. Obviously, I would edge the Celtics defensive-wise, but offensively, it's tick for tack. I don't. I don't know who you want to take. Obviously, everybody will make the debate, but um, and obviously Luca, what he can do, and he's torched the Celtics for the past two years. So both series would be interesting. I'm not writing the Miami Heat off. I'm just going based off my pick. Um, but yeah, I'm saying Celtics in five, and I, I'm trying to relax right now. I I don't want to fucking overhype myself and get excited. In five, dude. In five, really? Yeah, yeah, in five. I, I don't I don't think uh, this is reminding me of Miami San Antonio 2014 yeah when when this when the Spurs just smoked them in five you know obviously Miami got game one I think it was or game two but I, I just think that like you said Butler has no help and they're really relying on on Tyler Hero to bail them out of these games and it's 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 been happening all year, but now that they're playing the Celtics, they have nowhere to hide. Like they they can't hide their offensive deficiencies no more. And like you said, Lowry not being there is obviously affecting them. But hey, Lowry's getting up there in age. I don't, you know, it's kind of hard to say if he can do that still. So I mean, but, right. Butler, you know, obviously, obviously the one of the best performances he's had um, in Game One. But I just think that they don't have enough, and I think it's going to be in five. But if it goes to six, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that's why I'm going six is because I I think when they go back to Boston, one or two things could happen. One, Boston's going to blow them out both games. Um, I don't, the Heat are not a good road team if you really look at their playoffs. Like, mm. 
they were undefeated, I think, at home in the playoffs up yeah. until game two. So they're a far stronger home team. Um, and I think they're going to kind of either, which is what I expect, they're going to kind of like this with the Sixers happened where they went to Philly and got blown out those two games. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I'm expecting. But I can also see game three happening where the Heat come back, make it a game, sneak out a game. Because Boston has a tendency of kind of blowing a lead a little bit, um, especially at home, like with Giannis. Um, they did it, I think, once, but they almost did it two times in that series against the Bucks. So yep. I think um, one of those those two things can happen. But I think Game Four Celtics gonna gonna take it. I'm I'm playing. I'm betting the house Celtics take Game Four. <laughs> um, and then Game Five. That's that's where I think Miami is gonna kind of take a game there at home. Um, they're back at home. You know, they're. I don't think they'll lose two games at home in this series. Yeah, and then just because as a result of that, I, I think with the Heat not wanting to lose two at home, I, I think the Celtics realize that, understand that, and they're going to go out there and uh, kind of blow them out game six. I'm going to probably bet the house that they blow them out game six if they're up three, three, two in the series. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to be surprised if it goes six, but I think it'll be five. But hey, either way, they they – Hopefully they get over the conference finals hump that they've ran into every single time and, uh, you know, don't, don't show up, but I, I hope they finally get it done. This, this is probably the the best year. The the West is looking kind of little weak, you know, that, that we can't really say that all the time. So, I mean, they have to take advantage of this opportunity because after that, I mean, who knows what's going to happen next year what the Nets are going to look like, what the Bucks, maybe they'll, they'll add a third star. They'll probably, I don't know. You never know what they're going to do. So uh, this is the best shot they have to take advantage. So, uh, mm-hmm. so Warriors Celtics, that's your pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go Warriors um, and Celtics both in six. Um, okay. Honestly, if I could, I might even say Warriors in five, but I'm going to mm-hmm. kind of, I, I can see Luca winning two games and, and Brunt and Padilla. So I'm going to go six for both. And then it's going to be an interesting finals. Um, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. We'll obviously get to that. I don't want to start previewing shit. That's not even anything to preview mm. yet. So um, I, I, fuck. This is hard, bro. I, I'm, I, I don't want to go against Luca again. I, he, bit me in the ass last round i i didn't take them seriously and they fucking obviously the sons of the sons you know with all the issues they had but i don't know if that's gonna if he can do that again i it's gonna take brunson and dinwiddie for all of them to combine for 60 plus you know the games that they win and i don't know if they can do that like you said wiggins isn't wiggins to me i'm not worried about him offensively defensively he's not a chump like he can stay in front of you um, you know, Clay, uh, he's a step slower, but he can still stay in front of you and cause you fits. They just can switch. Like, that's the thing. Even Looney, like Looney is out there giving them solid defensive right. minutes. So, yeah, I think, I think Warriors. Yeah, I'm going to say seven, though. I think it's going to go. I think Luca's going to push them as far as they can, kind of do a Giannis impression, you know, take, take his team to seven games, but ultimately not being able to get it done. But man, Dallas, they 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 need to take advantage of you know Luca playing like this. They need to get him some help. They need a second star there, a bona fide star. I understand Brunson and Dinwiddie are good, but he needs help, like legit help. Obviously, Porzingis wasn't the answer. That's why they traded him for nothing. Um, 
which is crazy. That which is crazy because that trade really elevated them to the conference finals. Not thinking about it, you know, Dinwiddie, Bertans. Um, I don't know who else was in that trade. I think it was just those two. But um, yeah, I mean, they just they, they. I don't know if you feel the same way. I I mean, clearly you you said earlier, you know, they need another star, but Dallas isn't that hot of a market. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But they need a. They can't be like Denver. They can't be like Philly. They can't be throwing away these prime years of their stars. They need to get all the help they can get for those guys. Jokic and B, Doncic. So we'll see. But that's it, Julian. I don't know if you got anything else to say. Nah, bro. Just enjoy I'm I'm hating these blowouts, I will say. I'm not enjoying these <laughs> blowouts in every game. It's kind of sucks. Yeah. And uh, But the games that are good, man, they're, they're really good to watch, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so yeah, guys, that's it. Make sure to follow our social medias, leave a five star rating. 100 episodes, baby. Let's go on to 100 more. Let's get one it. zero zero, baby. Let's go. Peace. Peace.